Hello everybody, this is Zach Dudded again, and I am so honored to be here live at the magnificent Foster Falls Inn for uh, this podcast, and I'm here with Brian Gardner, who is on staff at Foster Falls Inn and treating my family and I as we speak to a wonderful dessert social and tea thank you so much for joining me brian i'm happy that y'all are here it's an honor to be here and i'm very honored that you pointed out that i was the first ada guest yes absolutely since opening in april that that's correct yeah that's a big that's big so we're happy that you're here to help give us uh some feedback i'm very honored to be here my family is very honored to be here. My wife, we have been married for 13 years on the 10th of next month. And for our entire married life, we've been going up the New River Trail and looking at this beautiful place and hearing that it was going to be a hotel and somebody bought it, but no, maybe nobody did buy it. And hearing the rumors and finally, it somebody had and this is an 11 million dollar renovation yes and as you go through this place everywhere you can see where every dollar was poured into this place it is top notch all the way around yes yes um can you tell me a little bit about where you're from and how you got involved with the foster falls in i will so the uh well i'll give a little history about the about foster falls here please do which will lead up to to me right um so in 1887, which was the year also that the Mercantile and Draper was built, mm-hmm. was when the Iron Ore Mining Company uh, arrived here and started mining iron ore to uh, create pig iron that is used in the production of steel. So that was a very successful uh, endeavor. And they said, we need to create something so that our, our guests can come here and have a nice place to stay. So they are the ones that built the hotel to begin with. It was originally a hotel. It was originally a hotel to begin with. I didn't know that. It started out as a hotel. So it was also the uh, trading post, the commissary. Mm -hmm. Um, So the town was thriving back wherever you had industry. And then you had the train. And then you had the depot. You know, little towns started uh, growing right so there was about a hundred or so families that lived here uh so that went on for a number of years very successful um the area you know really blossomed uh until 19 around 1916 mm-hmm. when a catastrophic flood hit the area mm-hmm. 35 feet above the normal floodplain yeah uh, it destroyed the bridge that the miners crossed over to mine the iron ore on the other side of the river, and then they would bring it back here, and then they would melt it down in the furnace. Mm-hmm. So the bridge was destroyed. Is that the Austinville Bridge or it, the Jackson Prairie Bridge? Austin, yeah, it would be the Austinville. Yeah. Thought it was Austinville. Um, and that's where the pylons still exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the only remnant left right. of the bridge. The um, so then they had to decide whether they were going to pull out or not, and they did. So they pulled out and decided to close the mining uh, mm-hmm. production. Uh, so at that point, they sold the hotel, and the hotel then went to 
the Presbyterian Church of Abingdon, mm -hmm. Virginia, for one dollar. So that really is true. People say, is that really true? That is true. One They sold dollar. it for one dollar. Um, and the Presbyterian Church decided that their mission was going to be uh, the helping of teenage girls. So they did, and they, they started an industrial school for girls. So that went on for a number of years. It was very successful. And the nice thing, the nice thing about that is that they, it wasn't just to learn how to be a housewife. Right. They actually did teach academic classes. So that went on for a number of years. Then at one point, in the 30s, they decided to, that they wanted to reach out to the boys, the Appalachian boys as well. Mm -hmm. But they decided that a school was not the answer. And at that point, they opened up the home for children. So then it became an orphanage. And that's where we have generations and generations of people in Wythe County and Carroll County who have ancestors who are here. Correct. Who correct. Were here. What was really fun is that what was really uh, kind of interesting, we had an open house a month or so ago, and we had a, a number of orphans who are now in their like late 70s or 80s showed up wow so that was really fun yeah. so we interviewed them and you know we'll be you know, spreading their word and their message as well absolutely um, so that so the school is stopped the orphanage began the building behind here that is still bricked up was the boys uh, dormitory that's the building but i was wondering about that yeah and that's when that is a there'll be phase two of that for the production of some more rooms in the future. So uh, additional uh, lodging space. Correct. Um, so in, in what happened then in the 40, in 1940, there was a catastrophic fire in here. And it was not, it was a pretty bad fire in this building. But the church decided that they, they were gonna renovate it and continue it on, so they did. Uh, so things went on. The, the orphanage was a big hit. The children had a wonderful life here. The, the train kept running. So uh, orphan, it was not a bad place to be. People correct. were happy here. It was a happy place. And I, it's, I'm glad that you said that because all the rumors that we've heard, you know, we had some contrary rumors to that right. until we met the actual orphans that were here. And they dispelled the myths of any of anything but a nice life that's fantastic yeah yeah so they had a good life here um then in the 60s um people had pulled out of here the industry had left and the presbyterian church decided to move the children to Whitfield, where there is where it still is today where there where it still exists today a beautiful place um so it was boarded up and that's what you and everybody that grew up in this area watched it for all those years, wondering what on earth is going to happen to that building. Well, my wife uh, started writing a novel when we first got married about the Foster Falls Orphanage, and I hope she'll finish it. Oh, okay. Well, this is a, well, this is kind of meant to yeah, be. That was the, this yeah. is meant to be. Tell me again about how you became involved. Okay, so then in 1996, the state of Virginia decided, okay, it's time to buy the building. So they, so they did. So they purchased this building, 
and then they decided that they would want to, with the with the idea of bringing uh, tourism to Southwest Virginia, more tourism. So they spent 20 years debating on what to do. 1996. 1996. That is 27 years ago. Ago, right. So the building sat empty from around 63 to 96, and then again for about 15 more years before they decided to start and to gut that building. So they they did end up deciding that they were going to gut everything in here. The infrastructure on the outside was still good. Mm -hmm. So the brick structure was good. But the inside is all brand new construction. Right. Excuse me. One thing that's really nice, Zach, is that they chose, instead of artwork, they chose natural photography of the area to help promote even further the idea the history of, of the history place. of this area and and the beauty and the beauty of the area Absolutely. so this is for the beauty Na- of the natural area. beauty the natural beauty you can't you can't paint a picture like this <coughs> no you can't it no it's beautiful yeah. mountains here in Wythe county let right. me ask you because uh, i didn't even let you answer the question how you became involved but let me ask you while the nine-year-old is not in the room do you have do you hear of any paranormal activity? Because I know that's what people are going to want to know. Is there? That, okay, so that is a huge. That's a rumor that's been going around forever. That, yeah. Okay. And they and yes, so that that is a rumor that is that is here. Uh, we yeah we hear about that. Mm-hmm. So we we have yet to really experience anything. Right. But is that the big talk of the area? Yes. About 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 the hotel being haunted. Yeah. Yes, we do hear that from a lot of people. You know, so you know, so personally, you know, we haven't really experienced anything. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't heard it from guests since you've been open. We have not. That's correct. Yeah. That's that, just that's really correct. Wrong. Because <coughs> my wife really loves that stuff, and she got out and she said, "Ooh, this is eerie." And I said, "What?" I said, it, it, "It's just." I have not had any kind of paranormal experience, and, but I, I believe in energy and, and feeling, and this, when I can, you feel the history in here, if that makes any sense at all. Yes, yes. No, very I alive, you. very alive with that. Absolutely. And, and there's friendly ghosts. Yeah, yeah, there's friendly people, friendly sure. spirits, and if you want to put it that way. Yeah, I'm not going to go so far as to say I'm looking for ghosts. But right, 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 just, right. You, you, but that rumor is, but, but you are right, that, that is something that has gone on for years and years and years. And, uh, yeah, so... We've yet to have people uh, say anything paranormal has happened. So, do you have you had good business since you opened in April? Well, the we never knew exactly when it was going to open because with construction, you just really never know until it's actually open. So we were not allowed. We couldn't start any taking any. Um, reservations until Easter when it opened. Mm. So it's a little bit, uh, you know, business is picking up now, so we're excited about that. You need to get people to get the word out. Cool, so so please put the word out. That's so what I'm here for. So, yeah, what, so once, it, once the hotel was built, then the state opened up the contract to manage the hotel. That's where we came in. <clears throat> so I'm part of the family in Draper that owns the Mercantile. Okay. So my brother and, and his wife, Bill and Debbie Gardner, on the mercantile, and we are part of a uh, family 
that owned some of the uh, houses on the New River. So, but the state has watched the New River Retreat, which is our housing uh, company, grow all these years. And so they were happy that we partnered with them to manage the hotel. And thank God the state got involved because that enabled people like me to be able to come and visit this place who would not have been able to access it otherwise. There are so many places on historical registers that that I would love to see that I cannot because they're protected by law. You can't be altered, which I don't understand why you couldn't stick a metal ramp on the side of a door so so somebody could see it that wanted to. Well, I see what you're saying. Particularly yeah. if I want to give them my money to see the to see a certain place, you know. So I'm very happy that that the state got involved to, to make it accessible. Well, and, and I well, and I guess part of that is that is that to be able since they gutted the building, right? They had the freedom to create wider halls. The hallways are pretty wide down here. Yeah, they, they had to create the uh, new um, elevator because the stairwells are still a little bit narrow. I see. Um, yeah, but we'll go upstairs and we'll see how that feels. Cause, Great. Because we have to go to the outdoor porch. So you are from? So uh, so we have uh, eight siblings and we are from Charlotte and Atlanta. But I now live in Draper. Great. The, the, did you make the dessert, by the way? We, the Draper Merck made Draper Merck yeah, made it. I'm not a fan of blueberries, really, but that was fantastic. <laughs> okay, well, good. That was fantastic. And, uh, and uh, the truffles yeah. that came also from the Draper Mercantile yes. were heavenly as well. Yes, yes absolutely. absolutely. Yes, that, uh, that was really wonderful. Uh, and I, it's just... It's really isn't it pretty? Isn't the building? It's, nice? it's very surreal to be here. It's just it? like it, 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 there is. It's just a presence here, and it's it's really something to behold. Really something. The to state behold. did a beautiful job to represent a hotel at the turn of the century. You know, like for example, your room has tall ceilings. Yes. You know, a comfortable bed, a large bathroom. Yeah, that was one of the things important to us. So. And you want to you want to have the the modern animities. You want to have the modern animities, but you want to keep the history of the past alive, and and that you definitely get a sense of past, present, future from the time you pull in the park. Okay, well, good. Well, yeah, I mean, that's... you see that you see the fresh paint. You can tell that everything's new. You can smell the new. The, the freshness of it yeah, all, yeah, yeah. but then there, the, you know, the, the for everything from the light fixtures there, uh, yeah. and uh, as you said, the tall ceilings, and it, you, you can feel the history in this place, yeah, yeah. and it really, it makes you sad to see beautiful towns like Austinville and Foster Falls kind of go downhill, when at one point they were the top. Uh, they were they were the they were they were the industry of the county. The lead mines was the biggest industry in the county for two hundred some years, and then it's like, okay, we kind of forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Let's make everything about Whitfield. But I, I would love for my wife to to you know maybe finish that novel. She was gonna ask to like. If we didn't come to, to to stay here, could we just like come one day and hang out? 
Sure. You know? Yeah. And sure. Just, like said, because she could just sit on the porch and write. You know? That Absolutely. Be, you know what I'm saying? And, Absolutely. And uh, that would mean a lot to us. Do you have, you know, like t- t- when you have guests... Are the only like are the only guests you have now is my family and and the lady or are there other guests or there's another there's another couple here too that are we have a lot of people that are passing through mm-hmm. since we are so close to the highway mm-hmm. uh, so they live up in Ohio and they have been down to Greensboro so they uh, said they heard about about Foster Falls and they're staying here tonight as well great so you get a lot of the because it's not. You know, Whitfield is a halfway point between Florida and the Great Lakes, so we are an interstate uh, stop. Exactly. So and the nice thing is we're right off, you know, we're right at 80, yeah. 77, 81. We're getting some of that interstate traffic. <laughs> we are. glad to hear that. And, and I think, too, Zach, that when you have people, uh, once you go live with a website, uh, they can just, people on, on the highway can just Google us, mm-hmm. can Google hotels, and we pop in now. Yeah. And, I mean, if you wanted to, like, when I was uh, doing my research for Austinville, I thought, you know, if you want, if I wanted to stay in a place in the area, there's nothing. You'd have to go all the way to, to Fort Chiswell or all the way back to Whitfield, so I might as well go back home. Because that's where I live, you know. <laughs> so the fact that it is here, somebody can actually—I mean, it's right on the New River Trail. It's right on. You can you can just it's right on the railroad. You can imagine the trains coming through and yeah, how nice that would have been to have the little whistle stops here. And yeah, there. yeah. It's it's really incredible, and I I, I for one I, I live about. Uh, I can see where the old Whitfield Depot building is from my house, and I would, I, I for one would love to have the, 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 the passenger trains back. I would be just yeah, hopping yeah. from stop to stop yeah, all yeah. the time just to ride it. You I know? hear you. I hear you. You know, and my my daughter loves trains, and that, you know, I, just to bring some of that back because it was Whit County was a very booming. Place at one point, and we owe most of that to Austinville, Foster Falls area. What was it like to to speak to those orphans that lived here? It was wonderful, but I must say that that day we had over 500 people showed up within two hours. Was the, and for an open house, and so you, we were overwhelmed. Yeah, we never not expected. we expected to have a good turnout. Never something that that big. No, I figured it was going to be big. It, it was big, so so it was nice for me to personally meet just meet people. Mm-hmm. But I was running the front desk, so I had to turn them over to the innkeeper, who is a Beth, so that she could get their numbers and do a short interview, so that we could reach them later to to talk to them more extensively yeah. about uh, you know about some. By their history. Is is there going to be a book or maybe you know we don't know we don't know just yet, but we will have something. You know, we're just we're just trying to gather information now. Yeah. Everything is still so new. Right. You know, it, it, when you figure it's only been nine and ten weeks. Right. Uh, what was their reaction to coming? Oh, they they were like you. It was like surreal. They could yeah. not believe coming here and seeing what had happened and wondering oh this is and i'd say one of the one of the most fun things for me is for people that have come here like you that have watched this building 
throughout the years because I haven't watched it while I was under, you know, it looked really bad for all those years. Right. And for them to come back and say, this is what they finally did with this building. And everyone is so excited when they walk through the doors and I give them a tour, they're like, we never thought it would, that this would happen. Yeah. And and they're and it's and it's a happy ending and you don't see that for these small towns. That's right. It's an absolute happy ending. And there are so many gorgeous buildings in this county that I you know I I, I came in this world naked and broke. I expect that's how I'll leave it. But if I had money, I would say this is what I would do. And then to see something like this open for this part of the county, you know, I've been waiting for this a long time. And, and, the, and the it's just really beautiful because the setting is so nice. And then the evenings, like this time of night, is so wonderful to yeah. be here and, when, and to be out on the porches. And when the sun is shining. Oh, it's just, it's amazing. Yeah, you can. And, then, and we'll go upstairs because to have to sit up on the porch upstairs yeah. is really a nice experience. You know, it's just a nice feel. Um, so yes, I'm, uh, so I really am excited to have somebody like you come here that has uh, have seen it all these years and is now amazed once again how beautiful it has turned out. Just, just admired it from afar and seen it as a beautiful building with a lot of history, but to be in it and to actually feel the yeah, yeah. I mean, you, I, you really do feel the history in this place. And I'm very, very honored to be here. Thank you so much for having me. You're thank welcome. you for talking with me. And it's something I will never forget for sure. Oh, well, thank you.